encouraging people to know their status, yes. uh, encouraging other people to live positively with HIV. And then it was a question to many people. But for us, the focus was not what people say. The focus was on us about our love. You know, she doesn't love HIV. She loves me. I love her completely. You know, so and then for us it worked that the foundation that we have built between two of us, it was a fundamental of our relationship. You just heard our guest on Focus on the Family today speaking about the incongruity between one's knowledge of HIV and the ability to take hold of that knowledge and apply it to our lives. We're going to discuss today how HIV has a stigma attached to it, but we'll also discuss the fact that a marriage relationship is based on love and friendship and not a medical condition. You're listening to Focus on the Family with your host, Graham Schnell. Alison, life is a journey which contains many twists and turns and bumps in the road. As Christians, we're not exempt from facing trials. In fact, yeah. we promised it. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. And when we get married, we're committing to share our journey with its twists and turns and troubles, as well as its joys and delights with someone our spouse for the rest of our lives. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm. And joining us today is a couple that, like any couple, is on that journey, but with their own unique story of challenges and how they've overcome and are celebrating the gift of marriage. Ozil and Numpumulelo have been married for nine years, and together they run an organization called Life Foundation and Development, which is an organization that provides services and skills to people infected with or affected by HIV. Welcome to Focus on the Family Africa. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for having us. Well, you run this organization because HIV has impacted your lives. Ozil, you're HIV positive and Norm Pumulelo, you're HIV negative. Tell us your story. Ozil, maybe starting with how you discovered your status. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I discovered about my HIV status 20 years ago. Again, HIV has affected in my family. It has affected on my personal life. Felt that how I learn about my HIV status, it was through my child who was born three months later. She was discovered that she was HIV positive mm-hmm. and, then, and then she passed on after that. The later stage, um, I also lost my sister mm-hmm. who happened to be HIV positive as well. Mm-hmm. And then I can count many people that I have lost in my family and then some are still alive with HIV and then for me HIV is a reality in my family Mm. here I am I'm also living with HIV I discovered that I'm living with HIV back 1997 Mm. but I officially tested if you think of a stigma those days it was not an easy thing to make a decision to know that you are HIV positive yeah. mm-hmm. it was that dilemma that I had to face yeah. when I lost my daughter um, 1997 not want to know my status though I was told that you are highly possible that you are HIV positive because of a child died of AIDS, you know? So you knew the child was HIV positive? Yes, because of 
she was tested um, yeah. and then I was called at the um, hospital uh, with her mother, mm. which is not my wife I'm with now. <laughs> uh, I was called with her mother and then it was confirmed that she was HIV positive. Mm. Um, actually, we were encouraged to to test as well. Mm. And um, how did you feel at that time? What, what did it, how did it make you feel to know there was a strong chance that you could... Actually, uh, the bigger challenge was that thinking of a death being closer to you because those days the information about HIV, uh, it was only that if you got HIV, it means you are going to die. Mm -hmm. That was in my mind. Unfortunately, during that stage, when when we were taught we were not uh, proper counseled, Mm -hmm. we're not given proper information about what is HIV mm-hmm. and then how to deal with it mm-hmm. uh, by by knowing about our status what to be the way forward actually in our country there was nothing anyway mm-hmm. there was no support in place mm-hmm. beside being given a counseling as to be ready to die oh. you understand mm-hmm. there was nothing like if you are HIV positive and then you're going to get treatment, you know, you're going to live longer and so forth and so forth. So it was just that. And then that caused a lot of delay from myself and then and mm. a lot of fear mm. because I remember my sister already died, you know, of AIDS, you know, and then the fear was like, I am going to follow. <laughs> yes. Look, over 20 years now, I'm still alive. Yeah. You know, can you imagine a fear what can cause to you? Yeah. You know, it, how long was that period? It until took, you took you it, got it, the test. It took me almost about six months. Okay. okay. Being in a denial stage. Yeah. Okay. When I decided to test, that's where my life changed completely. Mm-hmm. And then I believe God was working in me. Mm-hmm. I believe God was preparing me so that when I understand life, I will understand where I come from. Mm-hmm. When I say I don't want to go back where I were, and then, and then I would know what it means to live uh, under a denial uh, stage, what it means not being informed and so forth. So after I knew my status, mm-hmm. there was a turnaround of my life. And then God started to work on me. God started to show me a better picture of my life. Mm. And then my life never changed from there to today. Mm. So so there was a, a huge faith journey that maybe began or at least took a twist at that time in your life. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And then enter Nompumolelo. So we know that the relationship um with the the mother of the child that passed away due to HIV, that that ended at some point. Is that right? And Definitely, it <laughs> ended. Uh, it had nothing to do with HIV. Sure, it was something else, which caused the relationship not to continue. Yeah. Then I became single, yeah. and then God brought Nampumelelo to my journey, and then I met Nampumelelo, and then, and then, yeah, she's here now, and then then we are happy. (laughs) Nampumelelo, what did people say when they heard that you were in a relationship with an HIV-positive man? 
because I grew up uh, being a child that knew what she wanted and I was also keeping myself uh, in terms of abstaining. Mm. I was just, you know, when, when you're growing up, people expect that there are things that you won't do. Uh, what I did was one of those things that they did never, they never ex- expected that I would do. I must say that I disappointed a whole lot of people right. because uh, that's when I discovered that people had expectations of someone that I, I'll get married to, someone that I'll, I'll be involved with. There were a lot of disappointments and there were a lot of, of stigma also. Mm. People asking me if anything is wrong with me. Why am I choosing Ozil, knowing that he's HIV positive and I am not? And out of all other boys out there who are not HIV positive, what is wrong with me? Some people went as far as saying that I am desperate for getting married, mm. but they didn't understand my decision. The fact that I understood my decision and I wanted to do it, that made me happy. Mm-hmm. And I continued with what I wanted to do. Yeah. And were you educated at that time knowing that it was actually possible to be in a relationship have a marriage with a man who was HIV positive while you remained HIV negative Did yes you know? uh, I was of course I was working with uh, an organization where I was a p- I started as a peer to cater teaching young, young people on life skills reproductive health issues and HIV okay. information I knew exactly how to prevent HIV. I knew what is HIV. I knew the progression of HIV in, in someone's body. Mm-hmm. I also had a hope that through the research that is actually going on mm-hmm. on HIV, something better might come up. Mm-hmm. You know, I had that hope. And that alone gave me that encouragement to actually say yes to Ozil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at that time, so we're going back nine years, Mm -hmm. were you on treatment at that point or not yet? Yes. When I met Nampumalelo, because we met 2001, where um, we were working together in a Christian organization, both coordinating HIV's program. I was already on medication. And I remember that the medication was not accessible in public health in South Africa at that time. I was on trial. I'm one of those people in South Africa who ARVs were tested uh, on, you know? So um, I was on trial that time, and then that's how I met Nampumelele as well in the organization. And then, and then from there after trial, and then I continue with the medication. So today I'm still on medication. And then it's what also, keep me going because a medication is a key when you live with HIV that mm-hmm. when you take medication it makes your life better yeah. you know yeah. so that is very important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell us about the early years of your your relationship and your marriage uh, you, you've given us some insight into it was the early days of ARVs and so what were some of the challenges both from a, an HIV <coughs> perspective and then just from from life, mm. from the stigma, from people's mm. um, perceptions. What was it like in the beginning of your relationship? Remember we met with Nampumelelo uh, and then we became friends. We became friends for a long time. We became very close and then we used to share everything, you know. 
and then that's how our connection started. Mm. We were not in a relationship, but okay. we were friends. Where we were open to one another, mm. and then and then she got to understand the person who I am beyond HIV, and then also with the information she had about what is HIV, it also empowered her. Mm. I think also in our communities wherever we are we get to be caught with the knowledge that we have and then we think we know everything mm-hmm. without putting it in practice you know because sometimes we got people who say i know something mm-hmm. but have you tried you know have how much you know this it works you know yeah. she knew about hiv there are people today who know about HIV, but who still tell you, I cannot date <laughs> someone's HIV positive. Mm-hmm. It means it's a lie some way. Yeah, it, right. You know, you are not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. The knowledge that we have gained, it has not changed you mm-hmm. if you say you cannot date someone's HIV because the knowledge about HIV, it tells you that there is no risk if you got information right. and then you apply the information that you gain they then you, you, you eliminate uh, the risk of contracting hiv nampumelelo mm-hmm. uh, practice that mm-hmm. you know and then again i was living openly from the time when i met nampumelelo mm-hmm. when she came to my life as she said earlier people started to not approving our relationship mm-hmm. because of I was publicly open about yeah. my HIV status and then I was talking about living positively in this country about HIV mm. encouraging people to know their status yes. uh, encouraging other people to live mm. positively with HIV mm. and then it was a question to many people mm. but for us the focus was not what people says. Mm. The focus was on us, mm. about our love. Mm. You know, she doesn't love HIV. She loves me. Mm. I love her completely. Mm. You know, so and then for us, it worked. The the foundation that we have built mm. between two of us, it was a fundamental of our relationship. So the it, friendship that you had exactly, that you about, exactly. Was that, was that one of the keys that sustained you through through the challenges that, that, that came? Would you I'll, say? I'll say so because there was a foundation of our relationship and yeah. it actually kept us against all odds because there, everything else was against the relationship. Mm. But we managed to keep it together because of the friendship and for the love that we had for one another. For the fact that friendship had made things easy in terms of uh, me understanding completely who Ozil is, apart from HIV. And we have decided that HIV is not going to be a huge part of this relationship, but we are going to put love a huge part of this relationship. That has worked wonders for us. And when you talk about against the odds and everything else against you, what, what were some of the challenges? What were some of the, the bumps in the road? Uh, there are things like getting children. Yeah. We've tried for kids, but it has not been easy. Yeah. We still have hope. Mm. 
we are trusting God that he is going to actually make sure. In fact, we, are, we trust him even more now because we've actually looked at different things apart from HIV. There are other things that actually have been preventing us from having children. But also, we have managed to stay positive. We have managed to, to say, you know, uh, God does things that no one can do. Mm -hmm. And we have chosen to believe that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we are now seeing the light, you know, and we are so excited and, and hopefully that soon and, and very soon we might uh, <laughs> have our first child and and we're just looking forward to life is yeah. in general mm -hmm. we we have so much uh of planning that we've been doing we have so much that we want to achieve in in our lives and that alone has kept us to be optimistic in terms of how we live our life and we actually make sure that we live our life on the positive side of it right. actually what we have discovered in our journey is that not having a child till now it got nothing to do with HIV okay you know we, uh, we discovered other medical conditions sure. that has been a barrier okay and then that allowed us to focus on that and address that that has also increase our faith because mm -hmm. if it is a medical condition how to then to go about and to address that mm -hmm. and then focus on that without even thinking about HIV actually HIV it doesn't play much uh, 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 a negative part in terms of us having a child yeah. actually HIV it has created more opportunities mm -hmm. for us that we can have a child uh, without infecting her mm. actually right. you know so because there's medical they, uh, research that's been exactly done. and then there, there is what it called i'm taking medication right. and then one of the things that we need to understand is that when you are on arvs when a viral load is suppressed in your body it means chances to infect the next person are, are minimal that's mm -hmm. start start from there. Yes. The fact that HIV is suppressed in my body, it means I cannot infect Nampumelelo. Secondly, we got what is called uh, PrEP, which is a treatment you take before you engage on unprotected. Uh, uh, intercourse. Yeah. So my wife, she's also taking that uh -huh. uh, as a precautions. Yeah. Yes. As much as we are aware that the fact that I'm taking medication, she's safe, yes. but we thought to be yeah. more than 100%, <laughs> yes. you know, to be safe. Yeah. She's also taking the medication, mm -hmm. you know. So that's what is science has proven in terms mm -hmm. of preventing HIV in the relationship uh, is possible. And just a quick one, will that also prevent the HIV being transferred into the baby? Of that course. same medication? Definitely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Actually, a medication to prevent a transmission to a baby, it was discovered long That's time, okay. even before PrEP, yes. you know, that one is it's even much easier okay. that is why we in our country we got what is called mother to child transmission yes. where when the mother is discovered she's hiv positive she then go through the program for mm. taking the medication yeah. that reduces the chances for a mother to get oh. a, a, the, okay. I mean, to transmit yeah. hiv to a child yeah. okay. okay 
There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of research that's been done. There's a lot of treatment and yes. medication that's out there to that's enable true. you to live very normal lives, and that's part of your ministry. It's part of your message. Not that it defines you, as you say. You've ch- you've you're living out your relationship and your marriage. Mm. HIV is just something that you yeah. have, uh, but it's not who you are. Yes. Uh, but it is also part of your ministry. Yeah. What is your passion? What drives you in terms of your ministry? We have uh, seen a whole lot of marriages breaking because of HIV. Mm. We have seen a lot of relationships breaking because of HIV. And we want to tell people that it doesn't have to be like that. Because, uh, I mean, they can manage HIV. HIV is manageable. Mm. And they need to expose themselves into information and knowledge that is there. And things that are being discovered to make our lives easy. You know, for those who are living with HIV and those who are not living with HIV Mm. in terms of stopping the transmissions Mm. so that we have uh, relationships that are very normal, even though there is HIV in them, but they lead a normal life. Your Uh, heart is for couples to thrive. Of course. Whether there's HIV or not. Exactly. And and then our heart is that we like to see couples live together beyond circumstances such as HIV. Um, One of the reasons we started um, our foundation and then then also the brand which is called Tandoletu, Tandoletu means our love. Mm -hmm. Because when we're in a relationship, it's not about the love of one person. It's Mm -hmm. two-way relationship. Is that because of my HIV status also being open about my HIV status. I found many people who are living with HIV. They used to come to me and then say, Ozo, please hook me up. Because of my HIV status, I've been rejected a number of times. Mm-hmm. The moment I disclose my HIV status, a person, you know, runs away. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm looking for someone whom I can share the same status with me. Mm-hmm. Because of my experience and my understanding of HIV, which is HIV is not about my life. HIV came to my life. Mm -hmm. I got my own life beyond HIV. Mm -hmm. And I cannot uh, advise someone to look for someone whom you share the same HIV status to be in a relationship with because it doesn't work like that. And then I had to tell people to say, if you are looking for someone, you need to forget about your health condition. You know, if you love someone, you love someone, mm-hmm. irrespective of. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we have to look for people who are sick for different conditions because of we have this condition. Yeah. You know, if that I'm would diabetic, be diabetic. I must look for someone else. Who's I diabetic. got TB. I'm yeah. looking for someone with yeah. TB. You know, yeah. all the it doesn't work yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. And then from my experience, when I discovered my HIV status, I was in a relationship with someone who was HIV positive as well. Mm. It did not stay long. Didn't make your it, relationship. It didn't right. make our relationship. Yeah. It mm. did fall apart. Mm. You know, not because of HIV, because of other things exactly. that happen to relationship. Mm. So, and and then for us, for this foundation, it simply means that we need to restore our families by understanding what it means to love someone. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. understanding that it means love the person who is and that learn to compliment mm -hmm. what the person come with mm -hmm. you know and then my wife compliment me including the hiv that is in me mm -hmm. she got her things as well you know yeah. and then i compliment her irrespective of what she has mm -hmm. but we love each other mm -hmm. as it is you know Azul Nampumalela, thank you so much for being with us, for being vulnerable and for sharing your story. Thank you thank for you. having us. Thank it's you so wonderful much. to chat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank God you. bless you. Ozil and Nampumalelo have been very gracious in sharing their story with us and have offered great insight on a topic that I think is a reality for many people who are living with HIV. What is extremely encouraging is just how far HIV and AIDS research and medication has come, allowing those infected with the virus to live very fulfilled lives. With it being World AIDS Day today, it is so fitting that we air this program and that we're talking about HIV and AIDS. And what's really special about our guest's testimony is that it emphasizes that their marriage is based on love and friendship. And because of that, it has withstood numerous tests and challenges along the way. If you don't already have our Focus Africa app on your device, I highly recommend you download it today. You can see the range of programs available, read the latest articles, and share the content with your friends and family. It's available for both iPhone and Android. Just be sure to search for Focus on the Family Africa. And then I'd like to invite you to visit our website at safamily.co.za to find our Christmas catalogue, which is loaded with hundreds of special deals on some of our favorite items. You can shop books, Bibles, DVDs, bags, bottles, mugs, and more. There is something for the whole family. Be sure to get your order in before the 17th of December to make sure your gifts arrive in time for Christmas. For Focus on the Family Africa, I'm Alison Schnell inviting you to join us next time when we'll once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.